Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined by Kevin Cannon tonight for our weekly show, NFL Big Five Games of the Week, the Week 16 edition. Coming off a really strong group effort last week for Week 15, I went 4-1. and one. That was my – that pushes my record to the year to 39-34. and 34. Kevin, you went 3-2. and two. You're at 38-35. and 35. Uh, Our props went 2-1. and one. Very close to going three and zero, missed it by a few yards, uh, and then the spread picks went two and one as well. Uh, so our spread picks are now on the season fifteen, fifteen and one, right there at about five hundred, and the props are fifteen and fourteen. So we built off that two and one week from last week from both of them. Uh, we continue to have some good weeks ourselves. We've been having some uh, pretty good luck over the past few weeks. So welcome back to the show, Kevin. How are you? Good. Looking forward to another fun week of football in December. All right, we got another great week of games, five on the schedule, including two Christmas Day games. We'll start it off on Thursday Night Football, where we have the 8-6 49ers traveling to the 9-5 Titans. Both these teams currently in the playoffs. It's an 8-20 kickoff on Thursday Night Football on NFL Network. 49ers are three-and-a-half-point favorite. I got the 49ers covering that three-and-a-half-point spread. 49ers 24, Titans 20. 49ers making the East Coast trip on a short week can be an issue for a lot of teams, though. Uh, it looks like AJ, AJ Brown may be back for the Titans in this one, but we won't really know his ability until uh, watching him play in the game. Tannehill has struggled recently, while the 49ers offense has looked really good, winning five of their last seven. The Titans, I don't think, have enough offense to keep up with the Shanahan and Garoppolo offense. I like the 49ers in this one as well, going on the road 27-23. They've been playing really well recently. Um, but if you look at Jimmy Garoppolo's career, as long as he's been healthy, that's been his major area of concern. But as long as he's been healthy, he's been a very successful winning quarterback, 44-17 and 17 in his career. So he's won about 72% of his NFL games. Uh, so I think that's going to be one of the big storylines this offseason, what they do with him. Maybe they give him another year as a starter, or they could potentially, if he keeps playing like this and they want to go to Trey Lance, move him for a first-rounder. That's going to be something to watch for. But I like them 27-23 in this one. They've had one of the most impressive turnarounds in the league this year. I think them and the Eagles have been kind of, uh, over the second half of the season, two of the more impressive teams in the league. 49ers started out 3-5, and five, now 8-6, and six, looking like they could be a threat in the playoffs in the NFC. Julio hurt his hamstring again, but he should uh, he did practice today on Wednesday, so that should be a, a good sign that he could be back this weekend. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously, as we know, has been out. A.J. Brown, like you said, Kevin, could be back as well, but even if only like one of those guys is in the lineup, that's given Ryan Tannehill a very limited supporting cast to work with. 49ers have been getting a little bit healthier. Elijah Mitchell's out this week, but pretty much any running back who plays for the 49ers has been successful throughout Kyle Shanahan's tenure there, so uh, they're a three-and-a-half-point road favorite here. I think that says a lot. I expect this to be a very physical battle, but I give the edge to the Niners in this one by four. Next game of the week, we go to Christmas now on Saturday. We got two games. First one, we got the Browns at 7-7 seven and seven, coming off that loss to the Raiders. We'll be traveling to Lambeau to play the 11-3 Packers for a 4-30 kickoff on Fox. Packers are an eight-point favorite. I got the Packers winning 31, Browns 21. I tried to find reason to believe in the Browns here, but I couldn't really find any. 
in Green Bay in December with Rodgers at quarterback. I think the Packers roll in this one. The Packers are one of the few teams that seem to be getting healthier as the season progresses. The Browns have not scored more than 24 points in the last month, while the Packers are pretty much good for 30 every game. It is still unclear who will who the Browns will be getting back from their COVID outbreak as well. So I see the Pack rolling big in this one. I like the Packers in this one as well, 228-24, but I like the Browns to cover that. Bit of a desperation game here for them, so I think they're, they'll, they'll keep it close in this one. Browns almost had a big win, down all those key players with Nick Mullins at quarterback. We saw him in the preseason, how bad he was, uh, but lost on that last second field goal. Now we're 7-7, seven and seven. last place in the division. They could have been in first, and they have a tilt at Lambeau, kind of everything working against them. If they lose this, they will not be a playoff team. Uh, even if they win, it's going to be an uphill battle. Rodgers has been on fire. They're looking like the MVP. Both running backs are healthy. More pieces have been coming back into the lineup at the right time. Packers are looking like the best team in the NFC. They're getting healthy as the Buccaneers are lose, starting to lose guys. So they're the favorite right now. And winning out is key to get that one seed. They get that by. I'd be shocked if the Browns go in and win this game. But I expect them, like I said at the beginning, uh, out of desperation to keep this one close. 28-24 Packers. Third game, the Christmas night game, we got the 8-6 and six Colts traveling to Arizona to play the 10-4 and four Cardinals coming off that loss to the Lions. 8-15 on the NFL Network. Cardinals are a one-and-a-half-point home favorite here. I got the Colts winning 31, Cardinals 24. Two teams heading in complete different directions now at this point in the season. Last week, the Cardinals got smoked by the Lions, giving up 112 rushing yards to a fellow Kutztown alum. This week, they face Jonathan Taylor, arguably the best running back in the league right now. I am surprised the Cardinals are favored in this game. I think it should lean more towards the Colts. And with no D-hop, um, the Cardinals offense just lacks firepower. The Cardinals will not be able to lock up Taylor all day, and he will wear down the defense. And I, and I think Wentz has shown the ability he can make enough throws, especially in a dome in Arizona. I'm with you here. Uh, same winning margin, but... Just one point off. I got the Colts 30, Cardinals 23. Here come the late season Cardinals again. I heard a comparison kind of with them and the Raiders, how over the past like two years, they've now started out really hot and really kind of fell apart down the stretch. It's a terrible matchup for them, though, as the Colts are a very physical run first team that is going to push the Cardinals around up front. They just pushed around the Pats last weekend as Jonathan Taylor ran for 170 yards. Um, and the, as the Patriots, as we know, are one of the better teams up front in the league, one of the more physical teams each and every year. Um, even against the Patriots, though, the Colts stuck to what has worked for them. They only threw the ball 12 times with Carson Wentz, and they just kept feeding Jonathan Taylor. I don't know how that's going to work out for his long-term success in the NFL, but they're a team that's in win-now mode, I think. Giving him 29 carries, if that's what they have to do to win games, they're going to continue to do it. Guys like him, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, they just keep – getting the ball fed to them each and every week. And then other guys on the other team just get tired of hitting them. And then they eventually bust off one of those long runs, just like we saw Jonathan Taylor did against the Patriots last Saturday night. So I expect that to happen again here. Uh, Taylor getting a big runaway touchdown to win this game for the Colts, 30 to 23. Fourth game of the week, we go to Sunday now. AFC North battle, first and second place teams in the AFC North. The 8-6 Ravens at the 8-6 Bengals. One o'clock kickoff on CBS. Bengals are a two-and-a-half-point home favorite here. I got the Bengals 27, Ravens 24. The Bengals look to move to 4-1 and in the division with a head-to-head tiebreaker over the Ravens and Steelers. Still not 
sure who's going to start at QB for the Ravens. Lamar did not look good in the last month before he got hurt, while Huntley played very well against the Packers last week, not knowing who will start, and a ton of injuries all over the roster for the Ravens is a major concern. The Ravens do not ever seem to quit, though, so I think they will hold it close against the Bengals here. The Ravens' defense does not have enough to limit uh, Joe Burrow like the Broncos did last week. A meaningful December game in Cincinnati will be fun to watch. I'm going to go with the Ravens, 30, Bengals, 27. Winner of this game goes into first place in the AFC North. Hard to believe that the Steelers are still alive as well, as bad as they've looked at times. They have a big game this week as well against Kansas City. We weren't able to fit that into our big five, but so that's a big game to watch in the AFC overall as it will impact the seeding for the Chiefs uh, and the potential trip back to the playoffs for the Steelers yet again. Um, but Huntley has looked really good and has surprised me. He reminds me more of uh, Jalen Hurts and Lamar, not as fast and elusive as I think Lamar is. Um, but he's been a very, very good backup quarterback this year. I would not be surprised if he was starting for someone uh, next year. But the Bengals beat the brakes off the Ravens the first time these two teams played, 41-17. Major thing that was a difference in that game was the passing game. Joe Burrow threw for 416 yards in that one. Jamar Chase had 201 receiving yards. Um, expect similar numbers for that, maybe not 400, but over 300 with Marlon Humphrey now out of the lineup too. Uh, this Ravens team has just been beaten up, so beaten up all year, but Harbaugh has his guys ready to go every single week. Last week, they were on the verge of beating the Packers, who look like the best team in the NFC right now. This is a team, though, with their backs against the wall, they seem to show up most. Bengals have been up and down all season. They haven't been very consistent, and their win over the Broncos wasn't that convincing. So I think Lamar is going to come back in this one, and he gets his revenge from that early season defeat against the Bengals and win this one 30 to 27, putting them back in the first place in the AFC North. In our last game of the week, we go to Foxborough as the eight and six Bills play the nine and five Patriots. One o'clock kickoff on CBS. Patriots are a two and a half point favorite. I got the Pats 23, Bills 21. I really did struggle uh, with who to pick in this game. The Pats will want to run the ball against the Bills D that has allowed a hundred yard rusher in four of the last five while the Pats will want the Bills to run the ball against them so Josh Allen doesn't throw, and the Bills have very little running game to rely on. The weather will not play into this one nearly as much as the first meeting they had a couple weeks ago, and I think Allen will be able to rely on his arm more heavily in this game. The Bills have not won two in a row in more than two months, and they've been really up and down this year, and I just don't think they have a multidimensional offense to beat uh, the Pats' great defense. Yeah, I like the Patriots in this one as well, 24-20. to 20. Uh, Weather in Foxborough as of Wednesday when we're recording this is looking like a high of 39 and a low of 25. So I also assume that the craziest wins that we might have ever seen in a football game won't be playing an impact in that one. So I expect the Pats to throw the ball more than three times in this one, uh, but definitely less than last week where Mac Jones threw it, I believe, 45 times. Coming off that loss to the Colts where Mac was kind of forced to beat them and he couldn't do it, and the Bills beat the Panthers, but... Watching that game a little bit on the Red Zone channel last weekend, it wasn't a very pretty win. Uh, the Bills just ha have seemed off after that hot start where they were 3-1, and one, I believe. They just haven't really looked like the Bills that we saw at the beginning of the year uh, and for most of last year. They still can't really run the ball. They did hand it off to Devin Singletary a lot last week, but still needs a lot more work in that run game. That's something that they definitely have to address this offseason. Uh, I don't think it's something that you can fix. Mid-season, they just don't really have the guys back there and the strong enough offensive line, I think, uh, to create those rushing lanes. So the Patriots just find a way to win 
four times or not, and especially at home, you definitely can't bet against Bill Belichick. Might not be pretty, but always seems to find a way. Patriots are just a tougher, more physical team at the end of the day. I think that gets them the 24-20 win, uh, and most likely uh, the AFC East title, unless the Patriots find a way to somehow lose out, Bills win out. But uh, I like the Patriots here, 24-20. And then we'll go to our props now. I've just got these into us. We got Debo Samuel, touchdown at plus 115, six total touchdowns in his last five games. They give it to him through the air and on the ground, so he touched, So the touches will certainly be there. In each game he scored, they have won those games in the past five games. San Francisco wants to win. Give Debo the ball. Um, Deontay Foreman, over 50 and a half yards, minus 110. 49ers run defense is pretty good. They still have allowed an average of 77 yards per game to running backs. Foreman has taken over as a lead back, and I think he can get a majority of this prop on one big run. Minus one, Jimmy G, who we talked about earlier, over 237 and a half passing yards, minus 120. Titans are ranked second in the league in rushing yards allowed, 86.9. So Garoppolo would need to step up in the passing game if San Francisco wants to win. Tennessee gives up 242.3 yards per game, 19th most in the league, and an average of 37.2 opponent pass attempts per game. So these are our three props for Thursday Night Football. What are your thoughts on them, Kevin? I like the Debo anytime TD because he gets the ball just a ton and can do it on the ground and through the air. Deontay Foreman I like as well. The Garoppolo one I'm not as high on because I think the 49ers will rely more on the run game than Jimmy's arm. Yeah, I like the Samuel one and Foreman one as well. Uh, Samuel, I'm surprised he's not a minus odds type of guy. He always seems to find the end zone. He might not have that many catches or rushes, but they definitely do, like our guy said, give him the ball, especially down in the red zone. Foreman, uh, I like that one over 50 and a half, especially if Brown doesn't return and maybe Julio still out of lineup as well. Yeah, and Jimmy G, I think that's too unpredictable for that one. If the run game's working, they're not afraid to stick with that and make Jimmy G only throw it like 15 times a game. Uh, so definitely don't like that one. Uh, just too unpredictable. I don't think good enough odds for that. Um, then we go to our locks of the week coming off a two and one week. We go Rams minus three. They are playing the Vikings, a must win game for the Vikings in that one. So their backs are against the wall. Uh, Bills plus two and a half against the Patriots and Jets uh, in a pick them against the Jaguars. I like the Rams minus three against the Vikings. I think they will cover that. The Bills plus two and a half against the Pats. I also like I think it's going to be a close game and I really struggled with who to pick in that game. The Jets uh, pick them against the Jags. No Robert Salah, no Urban Meyer. I don't know. I would just stay away from anything Jets, Jags. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see the Jets win, even after Urban Meyer coming out. They still didn't look very sharp last week against the Texans. Jets kind of hung around tough against the Dolphins, uh, but I agree. Stay away from that one. Bills plus two and a half. I got Patriots by four, so I don't like that one. Uh, and Rams minus three. Uh, the Rams have kind of found their groove after getting that win against the Cardinals. I uh, had another nice game last night against the Seahawks. I do like them uh, to win that one. But the Vikings, one of the most unpredictable teams in the league. Wouldn't be surprised to see them win that game by 10. So uh, kind of weary about that one, but I would probably lean towards Rams minus three. But that'll do it for week 16. Two more weeks left of the regular season, and then we'll be getting into the playoffs. Expect probably over the next two weeks to have a few more games than our normal big five, as there are going to be more games that have direct implications on the playoff standings. But that'll do it for us here at Beef Up Front, and we'll talk next week.